The waiting game continues for Kyler Murray's ankle. Should the Cardinals just rest him this week against the 49ers? We're going to debate that. Rodney Hudson could return the spine of the Arizona Cardinals offensive line. That'd be a big addition. Also, the Arizona Cardinals slip in the power rankings following their first loss. The disrespect continues despite an incredible run to start the season. We're getting into all of it on today's edition of Locked On Cardinals. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Rise up, Red Sea, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Easy Cards at B O B R E C K. Bob Rack, easiest way to find me on Twitter, and of course, at Clancy's Corner. Oh, man, uh, big show today. We continue the waiting game for Kyler Murray. After Jay Glazer dropped the little news on Sunday that it could be a one- to three-week thing, Alex and I are just going to pretty much debate, discuss whether or not the Cardinals should just kind of duck it up and keep their quarterback out of the lineup. If they do so, that would be 17 days if you go from Thursday night football to the Cardinals' Week 10 game. Uh, it'd be big layoff for the QB and maybe a potential for him to get – healthy quicker also Rodney Hudson he was activated off the IR at least designated to return what that would mean potentially if he's in the lineup on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers in that front seven and then we've got uh, our power rankings Arizona Cardinals slip up and as according to the masses and the people that don't pay close attention they think oh well there you go they are who we thought they were they're not as good as we thought they were in the Arizona Cardinals of course slide at least in the locked on Network power rankings will tell you where they are. Alex, uh, this is the first time the Arizona Cardinals all season long have had to bounce back from a loss. How are your feelings about that? I mean, at least they're not playing, you know, a, a world beater on Sunday. You know, I mean, at least at least they're playing somebody that's beatable. Uh, we'll right. talk about with Colt McCoy if he's in the fold. Um, there's a big difference between eight and one and seven and two. Like, we're going to start every game is, I mean, obviously it's huge in the NFL, but the longer they can keep up with the Rams, the better. And I feel like if Kyler's at 70%, you got to think about starting him. Like, that's where I'm at now. It's not like it's not like a rest and then it's their bye week. Like, if they had their bye week in week 10, sure, rest them. Because it makes sense. It's strategic. It's not looking at the record saying, hey, you know what? We're happy to be here. Let's sit our guy. Like you can't, once you start to get happy to be somewhere, that's where things tend to take a turn, not for the best. Yeah. So, I mean, 70 may be too low. Like if he's, if he can plant, you start him. Like if he can plant his foot, you start him. And if he can't, you don't. Like Colt McCoy is great, but you'd rather have an 80% Kyler Murray than a Colt McCoy, in my opinion. I don't think that's wrong. I, I think that a 70 to 80% Kyler Murray is better than Colt McCoy, that there's a difference, you know, between, you know, the type of caliber of quarterback that they are. Could Colt, Colt McCoy get in there and run this offense efficiently, get the ball into the playmaker's hands? That's not the question, but Kyler Murray certainly gives the Cardinals, he always gives the Cardinals an edge health or, you know, bad health. You know, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, that's, that's the debate that Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to kind of, 
go through between now and Sunday against San Francisco 49ers. The, the one thing I would say why this is such a good opportunity, I wouldn't say good opportunity, but this is the maybe you should think about resting him is because of who he could potentially face. We've seen Kyler Murray in the last couple of weeks. You know, the, the Texans game, really the, the main game where he was taking some shots that uh, he's not in the, I mean, his, his sack numbers have gone up significantly. We've just seen him take more of a, of a, a wear and tear over the last couple of weeks. Maybe you just kind of get him back to neutral because we've seen what the result can be if he just gets beat up beyond, you know, repair for the rest of the season. And uh, you know, I think that Colt McCoy, this is, this is a good opportunity. I could be wrong. I mean, Colt McCoy could come out and the offense could sputter tremendously, but I, I do, I do feel pretty confident that he can make, enough plays, enough throws out there that with this Niners offense and their inability to consistently move the ball with that or whoever's at quarterback, that they could, you know, score enough points to, to win this one. Get out of there with a hard-fought win. Yeah, I agreed. But it's like, but then next week it's Carolina. Carolina's got a good defense also, you know? Yeah. I mean, then the week after it's the Seahawks. So the Seahawks have been playing better defensively, definitely, over the last couple weeks. I mean, you have the Bears at Soldier Field after that. So, like, when when's the time going to come where if he's at 80% that you're going to play him? Like, these are yeah. all NFL players on defense, regardless of who they play. One guy could beat Kelvin Beecham off the edge and, and unload on Kyler. Like, that's just the story of football and the story of a quarterback. So, it's right. like, if he's ready now, the one thing that the one huge difference between last year and this year is, their offensive output is not solely predicated, in my opinion, it was on him being able to run the ball effectively. That obviously is completely punted on this year. So him being able to stay behind the line of scrimmage and be a little bit movable outside of the pocket, I think would be would pay huge dividends over Colt McCoy because you're not relying on him to run the ball while injured. You're relying on him to extend plays, but not having to run the ball is a huge luxury that they didn't have last year when he was injured. So that's a huge difference now. Yeah. I just look at looking at their upcoming schedule and, and trying to get that week 12 by and, and put yourself in the best position to really get after this on the stretch run. I just think that this is the ideal week for that against the Niners team where you think, Hey, we can go on the road and, and as, as far as what the Cardinals thought process is and, and get our backup quarterback in a position to win this game. Man, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. It, the The biggest thing is, you know, it could be with Rodney Hudson back in the lineup, returning from a rib injury. You know, could he be a guy that, could, no matter who's under center in the shotgun for the Arizona Cardinals, could uh, could that give them enough boost? You know, whether it's just protecting whoever's the quarterback and uh, getting the ball and having enough time into the playmaker's hands and opening up enough rush lanes. We saw Rodney Hudson against this Niners team, and, and we saw what the offensive line looked like uh, before he exited um, and then what it looked like afterwards, and it's a completely different group. So that should be you know, something hopefully he can get back uh, in week nine for this game, but that's not uh, something that's 100%. I don't know, man. It's I think that this is, even though the margin for error is so small, is, and, and you're dealing with one team, but this team that they're facing, as far as the Rams are concerned, is it's one of the it's the one of the best in the league. I mean, according to our power rankings, aren't they the number one team in in the power rankings yes. right now? People are high on the Rams, even though they've beaten nobody's the last three weeks. Well, um, and just one last thing on top of all of this, what a big flex it would be to be like, you know what, you're not important enough to play Kyler against. We're not worried <laughs> about you. You know, 
Steve, you know what? Because the 49ers deserve all of it. They deserve right. all the noise, all the right. smoke, all of everything. Because well, they are it, the worst fan base in the NFL. The worst. They make <sighs> Philly fans look like they don't eat excrement after winning the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is what happened. Horse. I uh, I couldn't believe like some of the comments from Packers fans after they uh, they stole one from the Arizona Cardinals. There, they were gifted a win because of the the obviously the the bad play at the end of the game. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, maybe the Packers are just better. It's like, hey, you know what? When JJ Watt says it, it's a lot better when you say it because yours is you just sound like an idiot. Uh, the Cardinals are in prime position to tie or win that game. They just made a bad play. Um, and, and Aaron Rodgers wasn't that great in that contest either. And and they're like, well, look at what Aaron Rodgers was able to do down so many big playmakers. The thing is, you know, also that's that's a like you can bury the Niners with a win this week. Like you could send them to three and five. You know, they get an easy win this in week eight. Uh, you could send them to three and five, and that would be huge. I mean, do, do you want to keep the gas your foot on the gas pedal? That's another thing to take in consideration to where you can make it a two keep it a two team race. I think that that's something also to look into. Uh, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy here, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Easy Cards. Over 1,500 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for everybody that subscribes and tunes in and views us every day. They're in the chat when we post the video, usually at 10. We appreciate everybody kind of hanging along with us this week as we've kind of had a, uh, some weird times this week. But uh, all those who've been the Locked On Cardinals faithful, a big thank you to you and each uh, every day that you guys tune into our podcast. It's a real We're upside awesome. for us, Bo, isn't it? Oh, wow. Unbelievable. It's a real upside for our lives. That's, that's a pro move <laughs> because uh, this episode's brought to you by Get Upside. Anybody who drives, anybody who buys gas, they need to be know they need to know about this app. It's it, you're just you're you have an opportunity to get some free money and you're not gonna take it. Listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up using the GetUpside app. Just download the free GetUpside app, the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon your first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50 cents per gallon cash back your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making upwards of two, three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash gets added into your account. You can cash out anytime. Bank account, PayPal, e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app using the promo code Touchdown. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Could it? Could the Arizona Cardinals make the move to sit their franchise quarterback, Kyler Murray? A guy who uh, Alex and I discussed on the trade deadline special. You can check it out on the Lockdown NFL YouTube. You know, Kyler Murray, MVP favorite. What would he have to do to win the MVP? Obviously, uh, like the Cardinals, uh, his main competition is the Rams and Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. Um, I was put in a position to tell the audience why Kyler Murray deserves the award, where I think right now Matthew Stafford should be the front runner, but I don't believe that it's like, a given that he's going to win. I mean, we're talking about week nine right now. A lot can change between now and then. Uh, and Matthew Stafford, as I pointed out, has benefited from playing the Texans, from playing the Lions and playing the Giants. Uh, just putrid teams, at least defensively. Uh, and he's feasted on those teams uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, it's... The Rams have a really good offense. You know, they're more segmented, obviously, because Matthew Stafford's more of a traditional quarterback. 
Uh, Daryl Henderson has proven to be an RB1 when healthy. Sonny Michelle was a nice little acquisition to back him up. Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver we've ever seen, apparently, through eight weeks. Um, and, you know, they've got an improved offensive line from last year. It was necessary with, with, with uh, Matthew Stafford coming in. Their defense is their defense. You don't know what their defense is. It could be, it could be two picks and two sacks, or it could be giving up 40 points. We have no idea what their defense is going to show because it's so top-heavy. They trade for Von Miller, who's 100. So right now, though, I think that Matthew Stafford is the MVP. Just because of who they've played through eight weeks, it doesn't matter. If the season ended today, Matthew Stafford would be MVP. Right. Maybe Dak Prescott would be, but I feel like Matthew Stafford is a better story right now than Kyler Murray because Kyler is still a little – he's a little younger. Like Matthew Stafford versus Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford wins. Dak Prescott versus Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott wins because it's the Cowboys. And, and that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense because the Cowboys have been relevant for ever for no reason because they because they bring in the TV dollars. But mm-hmm. to your point, I think Matt Stafford's MVP. I think you're right. Like it's a by a hair. And if the right. Cardinals would have won on Thursday, we'd be saying it was Kyler Murray. Right. That, and, that's you know, how tight it is. I, I think Kyler Murray's uh, MVP status, uh, it, it took a knock. On Thursday, obviously, he had the two picks and one crucial, regardless if you want to say, hey, that's A.J. Green's fault. Voters aren't going to have that in their thought process when they're voting at the end of the season. Uh, and then also the the ankle injury. I mean, that's his inability. If he can't get on the field, you know, that's going to that's gonna crush his chances as well. Well, Matthew Stafford is basically going back, and he's getting clean pocket after clean pocket and a test in a true, like, like good job on the Rams' offensive line. Like, good for them. Like they, they are absolutely making life for him easy. And as you said, guys like Cooper Cup are eating on a weekly basis at a, like an unbelievable clip. I mean, the guy's averaging 21 fantasy points a game. That's absurd. Uh, and I think he's, he's pretty much eclipsed for the most part what he did fantasy-wise last year. I'm not bitter about that as I owned him last year and he didn't do squat. And then this year he's, the, he's Jerry Rice. Uh, but the, the one thing I will say, I mean – he he might be the front runner right now, but Eric, Kyler Murray won the last battle. Like he was way more impressive than Matthew Stafford. Like sure. people, Rams fans won't admit that. National media types won't admit that, and and they'll that's the game that they want to forget. And when we get into the power rankings, there's a lot of games that a lot of uh, people that are are voting for power rankings are forgetting about teams that are ranked ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, and we'll get into that. But uh, including the Dallas Cowboys and, and Dak Prescott, but. You know, it's going to be so key for, for Kyler Murray to, to get healthy, and it'd be interesting to see which way that the organization is leaning. We're going to hear from Cliff Kingsbury today as he talks to the press during his his weekly uh, media um, just press conference, and then we'll even see if they if they march Kyler out for his his normal Wednesday talk with the press as well, um, and or if it's going to be Colt McCoy, and that'll be pretty much pretty telling as far as which direction the Cardinals are going to go, but you know, I, I still view the San Francisco 49ers as a team in flux as in, a, in an opportunity to where Colt McGoy can go in there and, and win that game. And I think, you know, it, it's it's also something that's not brought up enough that Thursday night the Arizona Cardinals were on their third center. Mm-hmm. And how and, and you said this at right out in, in the knee-jerk reaction podcast, how crucial that that botch snap was and how it kind of just put the Cardinals offense in a frenzy even though they were in the driver's seat to tie or win that game. Yeah, it was it made them burn one of their two timeouts. They were down to one. And then with the A.J. Green play, if they had one timeout in their pocket, you could have run the ball there. You could mm-hmm. The whole playbook was open. 
you know, first and goal from the 11 with, you know, 14 seconds left. Yeah, no, you're right. But I mean, people win games with backup offensive linemen all the time. You know, like, like the conversation now is the Cardinals can actually use that as a reason that they're only seven and one and not eight and no, you know, like those are things that we're just not used to talking about because it's the offensive line usually has been an issue with a bunch of other crap. Now it's like, we're just nitpicking little things. Yeah. The dude didn't run the right route or, or what didn't know the ball was getting thrown to him after playing seven games with a quarterback. That's not an original story. That's right. just something that happened. And yeah, he's a veteran, but still like the storylines that we're talking about have shifted dramatically. We are severely nitpicking compared to mm-hmm. what we were doing in 2018 when we were like, how long were they on the field for the first half? Oh, five <laughs> minutes and 22 seconds. How right. can you gauge anything offensively if that's all they were on the field for? So things have shifted. These are champagne problems compared to what we were dealing with before with the Cardinals. But still, there's a lot of work still to do. It, it's it's crazy what that A.J. Green play overshadowed. Like, I, I can't stress it enough. The, the defensive stand that, the de- that, that they had against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and that Packers offense to get the ball back and then go 94 yards, I mean – that that's incredible. I mean, they if they pulled that off, it, it would have been one of the best wins and, and finishes in Cardinals history, and it would have been another just Aaron Rodgers leaving that place like this. This is a nightmare. This is my nightmare. This is the worst of all realities. But he was able to squeak one out. Credit to them. Uh, the Packers get a huge bump from the W over the Cardinals, and then the, for whatever reason, the Cardinals don't get respect on the other side of it. Uh, and we'll get into that. The power rankings and a player that needs to step up. Regardless if Kyler Murray is playing for the Arizona Cardinals, we'll tell you who that is. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cardinals two-and-a-half-point favorites right now on the road against the San Francisco 49ers, according to our friends over at betonline.ag. You want some of that action? BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball, football, at the World Series continuing. Uh, And then you've got uh, the updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet line, where the game starts. Built Bar, Bo. How's that transition? There's Perfect. no way to transition between a betting website and a protein bar. But I did see... You shoving your face before we started this podcast with a belt bar. What flavor was it? That was the uh, blueberry muffin. God, so you were still finishing up. So Bo has to hide things like you know, like you know, he's 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 um, you know, he's uh, I'm saving money from the. I'm rationing my potatoes, but they're belt bars. (laughs) Got it. Um, okay. That, that's great. That's not exactly where I would have went. But Bill Bar is the right. best tasting protein bar on the planet. They're all chocolate covered. They're five bites. They're soft to chew. They don't taste like, you know, uh, the side of a wall or something. They're not chalky. They're low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high protein. They've got some fiber in there and they're delicious. Like we've talked about all the flavors. This is, I mean, this is just all true. There's blueberry muffin. What's a paranormal pumpkin was going around. They're doing a different flavor every three or four days um this month so just check it out i mean the boxes if you buy multi-box they just send you some of the flavors that they have coconut coconut almond there's orange strawberry salted caramel double chocolate mint chocolate 
coconut brownie chunk, which is one that just defies everything that would that would lend you to think that this was healthy for you, but it is. So go to built.com, use locked15, write it in as a promo code. You get 15% off your first box. Locked 15 for 15% off your first box at builtbar.com or built.com. I believe both yeah. work. Full disclosure, we're back to recording a day before and uh, game six of the World Series happened as before we recorded. So the World Series could be over, according to my bet online read, uh, just so we don't have to go back and edit. I'm just going to, we're just going to move forward here. <laughs> Let's roll, baby. Uh, there, there's a player, Alex, before we kind of get into the power rankings that, the, that has kind of disappeared or not Thursday night, he didn't disappear. He's very much uh, a topic of discussion for the Arizona Cardinals. Rondell Moore. Yeah. Uh, was just an absolute, just darling, just absolutely just blew us away. And his last three games, 24 yards against Green Bay, 17 against the Texans, and 16 against the Browns. Uh, he had a decent game against the Niners where he had 59 yards, nearly had a touchdown in that contest. Um, and then you had a game, he, he was quiet, basically disappeared against Jacksonville. We're seeing a real inconsistent performance from the second round pick out of Purdue, where I think if in order for the Arizona Cardinals offense to really uh, just be the offense that we think it could be, Rondell Moore has to be going and playing at a high level. Yeah, he's kind of playing the way that Christian Kirk used to play, <laughs> where it's like, you know, once in a while, you'd be like, oh, man, that dude belongs in the NFL. That dude is a wide receiver, too bona fide. Let's get rolling. He was getting the ball in his hands more. And then. You know, he kind of disappears and it could be play calling, could be whatever. I mean, there's so many different things, but yeah, his fingertips were enemy number one in Phoenix after Thursday night, whether it be the punt or him tipping the ball into the uh, welcoming arms of the Green Bay defender um, for the interception that led to another, that led to a touchdown. Can I say, like, at least he's not injured? At least that's not the reason why? Because that was, that was the number one concern. You could look at him on the field right now especially what Tyree kills done for the wide receiver position. Like Steve Smith was fast, but he was big and he would eat your lunch. Tyree kills just going to outrun you. And Rondo Moore could have been, a, and with Hollywood Brown, Rondo Moore is a better wide receiver than Hollywood Brown. So you could easily have seen him as a first round pick. If he didn't miss the better part of the last two years in college due to injury. Now, the fact that he's not injured, I'll take that over unstable play from a rookie. Yeah, there's so many mouths to feed, and we'll see. The last nine games of this season is going to be Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore. Who's more important? Because obviously Rondell Moore is going to be on the roster. But if they believe in Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk ain't getting resigned. Right, and it, it's Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk are going to be so important, especially if Kyler Murray can't go Sunday. Uh, I mean, those receivers that are going to be running the routes that are kind of underneath. That's going to be what it's going to come down to with Colt McCoy. That's how he's going to be successful. You know, that was that was his key to success as far as being one of the better quarterbacks in Texas Longhorn history. Uh, it, it was getting the ball in the playmaker's hands. He wasn't throwing the ball down the field. DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green on the outside, yeah, they might be targeted here and there. Uh, I mean, obviously you're going to get Nook, Nuke in the, in the game flow. We'll see what his status is with a hamstring injury. I mean, Nuke usually just plays. He was even when you, the coaching staff thought he wasn't going to play, he entered himself into the game. But guys underneath, like we were raving about Rondell Moore because of the preseason, and Colt McCoy was the guy that was getting them the ball. I mean, we've already seen that, and he has the ability to do that. Can he do it when the games actually matter? That's another question. But I think it's going to be so important for those two guys to get going 
especially if they're without Kyler Murray. Uh, Rondell Moore, we've already kind of talked to, or Rod, Rodney Hudson, it's so important for him to get back in this. We talked about the snap issues. I know Rodney had his snap issues early in his Arizona Cardinals career, but it seems like he's kind of figured that out. That'd be a huge boost for this offensive line. Let's get into these power rankings real quick because I, I just want our, our, our listeners, our viewers to understand that the disrespect continues to overflow uh, when we talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Here are our Locked On Network power rankings for week nine. The Rams at seven and one, and boy, they, uh, they really rose the rankings after beating up on the Giants, the Texans, and the Lions. How'd they do it? Man, they just are so dominant. The LA Rams, I cannot say stress enough. They are such a good football team, and Matthew Stafford is the MVP. And what a genius Sean McVay is. Hey, did you see Sean McVay's won the most games when leading at halftime in NFL history? Yeah, he's playing nobodies. Uh, you've got the Packers who get a big boost from beating the Cardinals, but the Cardinals fall to six. They fell below the Bills who have lost twice. They fell below the Cowboys who can't stop a nosebleed still. They fell below the Bucks who got absolutely just destroyed by the New Orleans Saints and Alex Clancy playing quarterback. I mean, give me a break with these power rankings, man. That's embarrassing. I think like, I put the Cardinals at five or six. You've got to. You've got to if you're gonna if you're gonna catapult the Packers to two. If the Rams are gonna be the number one team and they crush the Rams, what, I mean the Bills. What, what's been the most impressive win for the Bills this season? The Chiefs and the Chiefs stink this year. They can't yeah. figure it out. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. I mean, and, I mean the Cowboys win over the Chargers. I like that. I thought it was a good one. Uh, the Chargers though have, have have been pretty inconsistent all season long. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show like they could be a top five team and then they they lose to lose to some teams that they shouldn't lose to most recently they did um and then they blow they crush the ravens and then the bucks i mean they're not at full strength like right now the bucks aren't a better team than the cardinals they just aren't i mean if you're doing your power rankings for the end of the season that's fine but we're not i mean this is week nine power rankings yeah and it's crazy to think that the cardinals mm-hmm. score a touchdown there they're number one yeah they don't move you know yeah. But then they slip and they're like, ah, guess what? I knew it because people yeah, want to say, I told you so. They want to yeah. say, I told you so. Yeah. Most people on the East Coast were asleep before that game was over, anyways. <laughs> Why would you ever live on the East Coast if you're a sport? Like, I, ever. I don't, I don't I, understand. You know what? You know what I'd love to do? Wait till 10 30 to watch basketball at night. <laughs> Let's do that for the majority of a season. Absolutely. Stupid. It, it is. I agree. I, but I mean, I, and I completely disagree with this. I mean, how can you, yeah. how can you write in your right mind, put the bills at three, because uh, I will tell the full transparency, our locked on podcast network host, they feel like the bills were the team. You know, they were going to be a team to beat in the AFC going into the season and they won't relinquish it. They won't, yeah. they, because they'll watch games with an eye of, Oh, the bills are good. And I'm not going to change. Cause I'm going to be right about that. And I said this about the Cardinals. They were going to finish fourth in the NFC West. That would make me look foolish. They just are like, they're reluctant to do so. And I think it's, that's not looking at it objectively. And, uh, you know, Cardinals seven and one, if they can beat the Niners as, as they kind of navigate these injuries, they probably won't raise or rise up the rankings too much. Uh, I mean, teams like the Bucks. And the Bills have shown that, and, and I think the Packers too, if the Packers take an L here pretty soon, that it, it's going to take a couple of them, a couple of weeks of them underperforming for people to really open their eyes to it. But the Cardinals, it takes one. Yeah. And I mean, the people see Devontae Adams out 
cool. Nobody knows who Alan Lazard is that doesn't play <laughs> fantasy football. Let's be honest. So the fact that Alan Lazard was the big was David Bakhtiari out also? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, yeah. so he was. He's, kind okay. of, he's coming off the IR soon. Yeah, like. right. So, but I mean, the Cardinals mid game had a bunch of people out. Yeah. Also. So, I mean, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't like the Cardinals were 100% full strength. They'd already lost JJ Watt. Um, yeah. Who cares? But here's the thing, though. Like, you got to earn the national respect. And the Cardinals have been a dumpster fire the majority of their existence on this planet. So save the save the Larry Fitzgerald year, save the Super Bowl run. Chris Collins were said it was the worst team to ever make the Super Bowl. And then, you know, the Bruce Arians years. Like, do you blame national media for thinking this way? It's I like do. the Browns. It, it's the Browns' fault two but years the, ago but for the, why the Cardinals aren't getting the respect. Because everybody was all like, in on the I, Browns. I feel like when the Browns started to turn the corner and they got their own problems right now, but when they started to turn the corner after they drafted Baker Mayfield and they kind of became a darling, people were ready to anoint them. They wanted yeah. to, they were kind of like the lovable losers and like, Hey, this was going to actually happen. Like there's, there's more of an indifference with the Cardinals, like to where they, they don't really, no matter what they do, they're just going to make, ah, ho -hum. you know, no matter what they do this way or that way, but I'm just going to keep them. They, they can't re they can't reach this level and they can certainly bottom out, but they can't reach this. This they've got to do a lot to change my opinion if they can reach, you know, the top tier, which they are. They're one of the top teams in the NFC, if not in, in, in the NFL. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how good of a team they are overall. Uh, do you think it's a smart move for the Arizona Cardinals to potentially bench Kyler Murray, let him rest up, get 17 days of rest since Thursday night football, and be ready for Week 10 potentially, and start Colt McCoy? Or you start maybe a not hundred percent Kyler well, Murray against the San Francisco 49ers. One one final thought. We talked about this. The Cardinals are playing two teams for the rest of the season that are over five hundred right now. Think about that. Two yeah. teams that are over five hundred out of the next nine. So maybe that goes against everything I said. Well, maybe you have some wiggle room. Carolina is better than the record. Seattle's better in their record without Russell Wilson. San Francisco's start like it's it's gonna be daunting regardless. I, but you think that if he's 75 or 80%, you start him. I don't think you do. You don't. Oh, so you don't. No, I so think you ride with Cole McCoy. Yeah. I think you, I think you, you let us know in the comments here on the YouTube uh, show. Of course, hit us up on, at, on Twitter at locked on AZ cards at Bob rack at Clancy's corner. We're going to be talking about this more tomorrow. We're going to catch up with our guys from locked on Niners, our guy Crocky. And of course, Brian Peacock. Can't wait to do that. Uh, see if they're drinking the Arizona Cardinals Kool-Aid or if they're still kind of hesitating. Uh, but big matchup on Sunday and a lot to kind of figure, a lot of questions to answer before now and then. Make sure you're tuning in each and every day. It's free across uh, every platform. Locked on Cardinals. Uh, it doesn't cost you a dime. You have to listen to us drone on about a couple sponsors, but it makes it free for you and uh, makes it worth, you know, makes it fun for us and and we can uh we can continue to do this and spend time on this podcast and, and talking to you fine people alex Bo, locked on cardinals we'll talk to you manana enjoy the rest of your wednesday talk to you then